Greetings and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. How are you, Casey? Doing good, Dan. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. Casey, we are recording this on Friday, November 3rd. What another week it was in our nation's capital. FBI Director Christopher Ray and separately Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas testified before Congress this week about threats to national security related to the ongoing Israeli war with the Hamas terrorist group and the ongoing border crisis here in the U.S. Ray told Congress that threats to the U.S. homeland from Islamic terrorist groups have risen to, quote, a whole new level. Mayorkas testified in, uh, that the, uh, in the past fiscal year, there were more than 600,000 known, quote, gotaways who entered the U.S. without being apprehended just in the, in the past year. Mayorkas misrepresented that number, but we'll get to that in a moment, Casey. What do you make of Gray, uh, Ray's testimony? Yeah, this was a really interesting week on the topic of immigration at Capitol Hill. I mean, what happened is all these Republicans have been really crying at the top of their lungs that this immigration issue is a big problem. It's a national security concern. Uh, It's going to have huge negative impacts on the country. And they've been saying that really for years and nothing has been done. And that issue, though, has been getting increasing attention as the problem has gotten worse and this idea of terrorists coming across the southern border and the northern border actually has gotten increasingly um, more valid and not just conspiratorial. There's more more data to back it up. And so these Republicans, you know, they bring, uh, and not just Republicans, because some Democrats are concerned as well, but these lawmakers bring some of the, the guys who uh, in D.C. are in charge of this issue, Mayorkas, Ray, and they said, hey, you guys are supposed to keep us safe. We have all these concerns. This is pretty bad, right? And Ray and Mayorkas are basically like, oh, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> so, you know, it was not very comforting week. He's like, wait a minute. So the the guys who are part of the Biden administration who are on this issue just flat out admitted that, you know, the system is broken. Um, Mayorkas called it, you know, part of a broken immigration system. Ray said the terrorist threat is is very real. And I think that's really noteworthy because, you know, not that long ago, I think you would have been called some kind of uh, conspiracy theorist or maybe even a bigot possibly for saying that there could be terrorist elements coming across the border. I mean, remember former President Donald Trump infamously, you know, almost people thought he maybe sunk his campaign by saying that there were criminals and rapists coming across the southern border. It was really taboo thing to say then. And now, you know, we're hearing testimony in Congress from the head of the FBI saying there's terrorists coming across the southern border. So we've come a long way on this issue. Dan, you said that he misrepresented the numbers though, right? Uh, Mayorkas uh, did based on the center squares um, uh, own reporting. Uh, Mayorkas, which his testimony was separate from FBI Director uh, Ray's, um, he was asked uh, if he knew how many gotaways. Gotaways is the term that uh, U.S. Customs and and Border Protection uses to um, identify individuals who illegally cross the border between ports of entry um, and go unapprehended, meaning they successfully get into the U.S. without being captured or arrested. Um, we know, uh, uh, there's surveillance at the border. The border protection uses like drones and other su- surveillance methods to, you know, to see um, significant portions of the border, but not all portions of the border. So some gotaways um, go undetected. Um, so Mayor Mayorkas was asked about that. 
And he um, he said uh, in the past fiscal year alone, the the federal government's fiscal years from October first of of one year to September thirtieth of the next year. You know, it's it's November third now, so we're talking about the fiscal year that ended just September thirtieth. He said that more than over six hundred thousand um, gotaways were detected. Our reporting, um, uh, we have a border correspondent who's probably the best in the country covering the border situation, Bethany Blankley. She has sources inside Border Patrol, border agents, who who give her the internal uh, uh, information because gotaway data is not reported publicly. It's kept internally right. at, at uh, DHS, but it's not reported publicly. Her sources have it at um, um, more than 800,000. But because there are folks who go undetected, unknowns, that number is always uh, almost certainly higher. And her sources within Border Patrol put the number at a closer to a million. So, yes, a million is over 600,000, which is what Mayorkas <laughs> testified to. Yeah. That's technically true, but it's a little bit um, um, misleading. We also know that in the last fiscal year alone, nearly 800 individuals on the terror watch list um, were apprehended at the border. What we don't know is how many of those gotaways, whether it's over 600,000, whether it's 800,000, whether it's a million, um, how many of those gotaways are on the terror watch list. So we have no idea how many suspected or known terrorists entered the country illegally or where they came from, whether they came from countries like Iran, China, anywhere in the Middle East. Um, But we do know Folks from those countries have been apprehended trying to get in the country, so it only makes sense that some of these gotaways, anyway, are from America's sworn enemies, from countries that are America's sworn enemies. Right. Yeah, I mean, that was the point I was going to raise is we don't know how many um, terrorists or suspected terrorists could be in that, you know, those millions of gotaways. And you just talked about the numbers from this year, Dan, but if you just go back five, you know, five years, we've had uh, millions of people come into the country and millions of gotaways in that time. Right. And, uh, and hundreds of through the Northern and Southern border, hundreds of suspected terrorists. Right. So if the percentage of suspected terrorists in the gotaways number, is just about the same as the pe- the amount of terrorists that are caught, um, coming in, then that's, that's hundreds more. I mean, there would actually, you know, be hundreds more terrorists, um, coming in if it just kind of stayed proportional. And so this is a, a really big problem. There's no solution for it right now in place. And as we talked about in the podcast before, um, President Biden has really pared back Immigration and Customs Enforcement, um, their deportations. They pretty much are only uh, deporting people, if not exclusively, but they're focusing on people with really bad criminal records. And so there can be somebody, suspected terrorist, who doesn't necessarily fit the profile even for, for deportation. And even if they do, it's extremely hard to find them and track them down. Um, of course, because it's a large country and you're looking for, for you know, a, a handful of people in, in a large country. So um, that's, that is a big concern. Um, and then we've also talked, Dan, because of this Israel-Hamas conflict, there's real concern about, okay, is this going to radicalize anyone? You know, we know, we were told over and over again how our presence in Iraq and Afghanistan and the war was actually radicalizing young men who maybe otherwise would have been peaceful to attack America because, you know, somehow our actions had um, just flipped a switch in, in their brain and they it would become radicalized. And so could the same thing be happening with this Israel-Hamas conflict, with the war there? We know that Hezbollah um, 
and Hamas really has had some kind of, some kind of presence in Mexico. Um, so th- those are other things to be thinking about. And then the, the other thing is, even if someone is not on the suspected terror watch list, we still don't really know who they are. I mean, it's pretty hard. You know, it's kind of a high bar to get on a list. You could easily be someone with malintent um, or someone who's just been radicalized by the Internet. We've seen that too, Dan, where someone is just watching videos, consuming online content, and they become radicalized without any real relate, pre- um, pre-existing relationship. Um, so when you just have so many millions of people coming in, there's really no way to know what their intents are and w- what the effects will be. Just going back to Ray's testimony, uh, Casey, we don't have a, a whole lot of time left, but I just want to quote uh, what, from his testimony. In it, quote, in just the past few weeks, multiple foreign terrorist organizations have called for attacks against Americans and the West. Al-Qaeda issued the most specific call to attack the United States in the last five years. ISIS urges his followers to target Jewish communities in the United States and Europe. Hezbollah has publicly expressed its support from Hamas and threatened to attack U.S. interests in the Middle East. And we've, uh, we've seen an increase on U.S. military bases overseas carried out by militia groups backed by Iran. So this threat is real. Florida Attorney General uh, Ashley Moody uh, just this week issued a warning to Floridians to be on the alert that this threat is very real. So the mainstream media is not really talking about this, um, certainly uh, not reporting on it as, as as we are. But this, you know, God forbid, hopefully this never, ever happens, and we are wrong, or our concerns are inflated. But it's a real risk, and Americans should be wary. Final yeah. thoughts. Keith. Yeah, I mean, it's a real thing. The one thing I'll add is something I wrote about this week, which is um, – just reporting and analysis of the aftermath of Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021. It's very chaotic. You know, U.S. troops died. Um, And as a result, the country fell into the hands of the Taliban and into chaos. And as a result of that, we actually brought about 80,000 Afghan evacuees into the U.S. But I've been, you know, looking at this issue and it turns out we really did not do uh, enough to really vet all of these evacu- evacuees, according to the federal watchdog who oversaw the process. You know, I talked to the group, the federal group that did the vetting, and they basically said they did their best. They put everyone through steps, but the federal watchdog said um, they didn't have enough information to really know um, enough about everyone to properly vet them. So, you know, across multiple angles, we're just bringing a lot of people in um, that are not vetted. And these, these new concerns, these new threats are raising, you know, questions about really the safety side of this issue. That's encouraging, Casey. Thanks for that. That's what I do, Dan. <laughs> Thank you for your reporting on this. Listeners keep, can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening.